Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This is the John Fugelsang Podcast. This is Series XM Progress After Dark. And this is Tell Me Everything, the show that asks, do you want to spend eternity in Mar-a-Lago? Because eternity's a long time. And if your God is a racist clown landlord reality show wife beater from Queens, Mar-a-Lago's as good as you can hope for. And just so you know, they don't want you at Mar-a-Lago. They want your money. This is going to be a very busy week. Let's survive it together. Let's stay sane together. Thea Harper is running the show tonight from the home office in Brooklyn. We are very, very thankful the goddess is with us. The goddess is taking uh, some time off for a couple days, so we're going to miss her very much. And as if that's not bad enough, it gets even worse. Uh, uh, Chris is coming back. So I'm sorry to all of you for that. That's a one-two blow, I know. But Chris will be here running the show once again. Uh, Tonight, Corey is on the boards helping us out. Thank you to the great Corey Kessluck for filling in. This coming Saturday, turns out the sexy liberal Save Democracy Tour is alive and well and coming to Chicago at the Harris Theater. It's going to be quite a great show. Hal Sparks will be there. Frangela, Stephanie Miller, myself. Special guests will include Congresswoman Jan Schakowsky, who is awesome. I love this woman. I'm I'm so thrilled she's joining us on stage. She came on stage with Margaret Show and us a couple years ago. And um, Jill Weinbanks. So uh, who knows a thing or two about cornered presidents acting like rats that's this saturday it's going to be a blast if you're in the area come on down for the party vip meet and greet is sold out but there are still other tickets available go to sexyliberal.com. we would love to see you this current tour is just amazing we had a great show in dc uh two weeks ago two weeks one week ago my god um with jamie raskin and then the big final show of our mini tour will be in la on the 22nd of October at the Saban Theater. So come on down for that. If you missed our town hall with Ken Burns, his new movie is fantastic. It's about America and the Holocaust. I assume some of you watched part one last night. You really owe it to yourself to see this movie. The best Ken Burns history films are actually about current events and not about history. And the U.S. and the Holocaust is no exception. You will be shocked at how familiar the years leading up to this atrocity all feel. And it's just a great piece of filmmaking. We are going to bring you an encore presentation of our town hall with myself and Ken Burns tomorrow evening, right here on the show. And later this week, the return of Julian Lennon. Julian has a new album out. And you know, when an artist you like puts out a new record and hasn't put out a record in a while, you're always like, ooh, do I want to have him? Because 
you know, I learned this when I first came to Sirius XM. What if, what if, what if the new album is just kind of embarrassing and, and, and not very good. And I'm just like, you know, it's like an oldies act and I'm just being nice. And then I got to lie. Thank God we don't do that on this show. We don't have any classic artists unless their new music is terrific. And Julian, his new album is called Jude. It is beautiful. It, it does not sound like anything he's done before. The vocals are there, but it's sort of got uh, a real, and I mean this as a compliment, an ethereal electronica vibe to it that makes the songs really haunting. It's really fun to talk about music and other things with Julian, and he talks about his dad quite a bit. That's going to come up later this week. I think we're all set for the next three hours. We're taking your calls as best we can. Daddy's having some Mercury and retrograde tech problems here at the home studio up in South Harlem, where I broadcast from. We'll see how we do. Taking your calls all night long at 866-997-4748. Hello to everyone listening live. The calls are for you. And hello to everyone who listens to us the next day on the John Fugelzang podcast, available on Google and Stitcher and Apple. Hello to everybody listening to the SiriusXM app and SiriusXM On Demand. I think we're set. Let's do a damn show. Let's talk about the smug fascists, the deeply unmanly cowards, the petulant child men, and the embarrassed adults of the modern Republican Party. Right now, we are looking at the greatest election denial midterm race we've ever seen all throughout the congressional races. There's 552 total Republican nominees for office. And of those 552 Republicans running for office, 201 have fully denied the legitimacy of the 2020 election. Spoiler alert, uh, the legitimacy of the 2020 election has not been brought into question. A lot of people say uh, they hear things, but there has been no proof. It'd be really great if uh, the election deniers could use our judicial branch and have a lawsuit. But, oh, wait, no, they tried that 60 times. Yeah, it didn't work. 36% of Republican nominees for office this fall fully deny the election that Donald Trump's own attorney general said was valid, that Donald Trump's director of Homeland Security called the most secure election in our nation's history. This is according to 538. 61 more Republicans raised questions. That's the chicken shit move this year. People have legitimate questions. They want to know that that their election is safe. That kind of bullshit. That brings it up to about 47%, about half. And according to 538, 60% of all U.S. voters will have an election denier on their ballot wherever they might live this November. Now, why? Why are these Republican candidates such child men, such unmanly cowards? You know, they don't want to embrace a long-standing factor of American democracy, which is the peaceful transition of power. No, they can't because they're weak, because they worship a weak mediocrity named Donald Trump. And I do mean worship. They are not interested in public service. They want a ruler and he wants to rule. Great piece in Washington Post about this. Uh, Republicans in key battleground races refuse to say they will accept results. The time to call these people out as liars is well behind us. And any mainstream media that is taking their opinion seriously, engaging in the both sides isms on this, is another piece of media chasing the Fox audience that doesn't care about reality. And it's pathetic. But that's what Donald Trump does. He takes weak men and makes them show us how truly weak they are. Take, if you will, 
J.D. Vance, author of Hillbilly Effigy. J.D. Vance, who wants to ban porn, which I think is great. If, you know, if J.D. doesn't want people watching porn, he, he should appear in it. But that's another matter. J.D. Vance famously uh, wrote a text a couple of years ago to someone saying that Donald Trump was America's Hitler. And now he grovels before him. Grovels before the man he called Hitler. And somewhere in hell, Hitler is furious at J.D. for comparing him to Donald Trump. But, you know, what can I say? Hitler will tell him when he sees him. So Donald Trump came to Pennsylvania, to Ohio, to do a a rally. And this was a great one. It's one of the times I'm sorry to be on radio that I can't show you the picture. They're going full fascist. They're now playing the QAnon theme at Trump rallies. And the crowd is doing... (laughs) They're doing the Third Reich Hitler salute with one finger raised in the air to distinguish it from previous authoritarian fascist movements. J.D. Vance has groveled before Donald Trump, a man he despises because J.D. Vance is a small, weak, dishonest man. And this weekend, Donald Trump repaid him by coming to give a rally to tell people to vote for him and emasculating him. Now, now, not that J.D. Vance is the most macho of all men, but take a listen to Donald Trump as he puts a skirt on him and puts lipstick and a wig on him and sends him out to work the streets. Donald Trump literally calls J.D. Vance out for kissing his ass at the rally for J.D. Vance. New York Times did a fake story today, big front page, that J.D. wasn't sure if he wanted my support. J.D. is kissing my ass wants my support. I'm 18 points up. If I was 18 points down, he wouldn't want my support. I'll tell you, Jim Jordan wants my support and he's doing just fine, right? Now, these are fake people. These are dishonest. These are very... (laughs) Yes, getting Donald Trump support is not something Jim Jordan wrestles with. So now let's go to the embarrassed adults. In the room of the GOP, let's go back, way back in the mists of time, back to early summer, and a man named Rusty Bowers, who was once the popular Republican Speaker of the Arizona House, and then he told the truth. You remember last last summer when Rusty Bowers came in and he told how Donald Trump got on the phone with him and demanded he lie and steal the election? Um, I thought it was amazing because I, I that's when I thanked the hearings for reminding us that, yes, there are still honest Republicans, because the ones you see on cable news could make you forget that. And after the interview, Rusty Bowers told AP he would still stand with Trump in the 2024. He, he said he would still vote for him, but it was too late. He told the truth. And for that, he was punished by the Republicans of Arizona and voted out of office. He gave an interview to Jake Tapper this weekend for a special report that CNN's doing about January 6th. And he said these Trump-backed GOP candidates could send the country back into the dark ages if they win midterm races. And he used the F word. If you're enacting laws to make it easier to overturn elections, which they're all doing, Rusty Bowers said it was tantamount to fascism. Pretty shocking. He, he, He was, of course, one of the major witnesses at one of the first big hearings. And the GOP had this proposal in Arizona to change how elections are run. It was a bill that would have created a pathway for the state GOP legislature, because, again, these are being done in all states where it's a heavy Republican legislature where they can just throw out the popular vote after an election and essentially just anoint a winner. They can say, hey, we've gotten unconfirmed reports of fraud in this district. And now the legislatures 
can throw out votes from certain districts where certain kinds of Americans live and vote. That's the reality in Florida. Bauer said the legislature after the election could dismiss the election. And I said, welcome to fascism. Undermining election results, overturning election results. This is what Trump was pressuring state officials to do in these battleground states all over after he lost the 2020 election. He lost Arizona. And that was where he harassed Rusty Bowers to try to find the votes. Here's Donald Trump now showing why he's so popular. Now, again, folks, I know we thought he couldn't win the first time, so it's reckless to say things like this. But I want you to listen to the gibberish that comes out of this man's mouth and realize that he will never be as popular as he was in 2020. And after January 6th, he will never be elected president again. Give a listen and let's play a little game I have. Um, Count the lies. Your racist, fake Christian loved ones don't mind. We'll also have to move quickly to fix the rot at our federal law enforcement and intelligence agencies. Just this week, it was revealed that Igor Denchenko, I think that sounds like a slightly Russian name, the foreign national who fabricated some of the most ridiculous smears and lies in the phony steel dossier. It was all phony. How would you like to be me and go home and explain that one to my wife? Darling, it wasn't true. I swear it wasn't. Remember that one with the hookers from Russia? Darling, I'd like to explain this to you. It was all phony. It was all a phony, made-up, corrupt thing by the Democrats working with a paid informant of the FBI. Remember, we were supposed to be working with Russia. It was the FBI and the Democrats that we're working with Russia, and now it's all coming out. And I hope they make a big deal out of this, not sweep it under the carpet, because I think it's one of the biggest stories in 50 years. If that were a Republican instead of a Democrat, it'd be the biggest story, it would never end. In other words, the FBI was paying a Russian who made false smears to try and take down the president of the United States. This was while I was president. It was also recently revealed that the FBI went to Facebook in the weeks just before the 2020 election and told them that the Hunter Biden laptop was all Russian disinformation, don't use it. And the pollster said that if that word had gotten out, it would have made a 17 point difference. But we won the election by a lot anyway. It was too bad. To root out this Thank appalling you, corruption, we need so, to pass historic reforms to tell... We can lower it, yeah. So again, Hunter Biden's laptop will be on the ballot this year. And, and look, Trump's done pretty well in these midterms so far. I mean, 24 states, right? The Republicans are fielding 2020 presidential election deniers as their standard bearers for statewide office. We're talking attorneys general, secretaries of state, governors, and 24 of them. They are running people who are lying about the election to Republican voters who don't mind that they're lying. Nearly one in three Republican statewide candidates, according to AP, were backing Donald Trump's fraudulent push to throw out your democracy or at least to spread lies about the results. Twenty six GOP primaries where Trump made an endorsement. And you know what? He went 21 and five. That's better than the progressives did. That's better than Bernie did with endorsements, better than Liz Warren, better than AOC. Uh, It's pretty strong and it's pretty scary. I mean, it's a profound implication for our democracy and for the next election. Because again, Trump has foot soldiers that are going to be running the elections 
And we already know they are trying to cheat in every way they can because they can't win honestly. And they can't, folks. Republicans' policies are not popular with most of American democracy. So rather than update their policies, they are getting rid of democracy. That's what voter ID laws are about. Not preventing voter impersonation. We have no problem with voter impersonation in this country. That's that's what all of this election denialism is about. I mean, that's what the Electoral College is about. It's all about cheating any way you can. Brian Kemp leaving 40,000 ballots on his desk. They can't win legit. They have to lie. Most of these hardcore denialists are going to probably lose. That's the good part about it. Uh, Maybe Carrie Lake, my boo, my bae, will be uh, Arizona governor. And you know what? If she is, I think Carrie and the people who put her in office deserve everything that comes. Here's Donald Trump again from his rally the other night in Ohio, brainwashing people about brainwashing. It's time to finally and completely break the radical left's corrupt education cartel. Our children are captives to unhinged Marxist educators who are pushing inappropriate sexual, racial, and political material on our children from the youngest possible age. I mean, when they're six years old, they're learning about things that they don't want to learn about. This guy is and they always have regrets. There's so many such regrets later on. Who did this to me? Who did this to me? At long last, every parent in America must be empowered to opt out of the indoctrination and send their child to the public, private, charter, religious, or homeschool of their choice. In addition, we will get critical race theory out of our schools, out of our what? military, Not and out of every schools. part of the Not federal, your military. state, no. and local government. We yeah. will also keep men out of women's sports so politically mm, that's well finally the issues that matter right yeah <sighs> beating up on trans people that's where they're at that's how false the christianity is you have to beat up on the minorities jesus welcomed the marginalized he cared for the marginalized but the fake christians and that's all they are folks do not let your trumpers call themselves christians they ain't all they have is hate all they have is fear all they have is lies but then there's the great beige hope, doughy mediocrity, Rhonda Santis. Every time Rhonda talks, Hannah Arendt's estate deserves a check for coining the phrase banality of evil. Last week, we were talking quite a bit about the migrants that were flown to Martha's Vineyard and how appalling the whole thing was. And I'm not letting go of it. I'm furious about it. We have to keep talking about it. Why? Because the lies the Republicans have pushed. Senator Marsha Blackburn, who again, God Damn, she's lucky Ron Johnson keeps her from being the dumbest member of the Senate. God damn, Marsha, you better have voodoo dolls to keep Ron Johnson in office. She wrote, the Biden administration had no issue flying illegal immigrants to Tennessee cities in the dead of night. Just Google dead of night and you'll find a right wing person lying. Here's the difference. Again, we did, did this last week. What Joe Biden did was nothing like what Ron DeSantis has done. Joe Biden didn't lie to migrants about jobs or housing to trick them onto planes. Joe Biden is the president. The president, the executive branch, has to move migrants all around the country. It's what they do. It is not something for a governor of one state to use COVID funds to fly migrants from another state to another state. And that's something else Joe Biden didn't do. He didn't use COVID relief funds to ship migrants to states he dislikes. And by the way, he also doesn't move human pawns around 
to make racists happy. And can we just point out the governor of Massachusetts is a Republican? So Rhonda just did this to hurt another Republican who then authorized moving these people off Martha's Vineyard to put them in a decent facility uh, in Cape Cod, a military base where they all got medical care, where they're all getting immigration lawyers, where they're getting clean clothes. And the right wing lie machine is saying, oh, those liberals deported them. Okay, morons, your lane is ready. It is not possible to deport someone to Cape Cod, you racist, fake Christian idiots. If I go up to the Bronx from Manhattan, I didn't deport (laughs) to Yankee Stadium. So Ron DeSantis is defending flying the families around because it makes him look good. Because this is how fake Christians on the right, this is how fascists get the office. You gotta be mean. And who do you have to be mean to? The rich people who've been screwing us over for years? No, poor brown people. And I mean, you gotta shit on them hard. And that's what Ron does. And that's what Trump does. And that's what right-wing Christians do. And by the way, I think Ron DeSantis is, we got Democrats need to start going after Ron because his new open border policy is encouraging illegal immigration by promising these migrants, hey, free plane trip to Martha's Vineyard. He's saying he's going to do a lot more. They've got millions, and they have budgeted more funds to continue taking migrants who are not undocumented. They're migrants. We know they're here. They're documented. They are not illegal. It is not illegal to seek asylum. They are helpless. They are fleeing, in this case, the same Venezuelan society that right-wingers on their shitty fucking Breitbart stations love to demonize. And when we get them, well, we're just going to shit on them even harder to own the libs. The brochure these migrants were given said that when you get to Massachusetts, you'll be eligible for eight months cash assistance, assistance with housing, food, clothing, transportation to job interviews, job training, job placement, registering children for school, assistance applying for social security cards and other benefits. None of that was true. Judd Legum picked this up. Um, His work on this is great. None of it was true. These migrants were given a brochure with all these lies about the benefits you would get if you let us fly you to Massachusetts. So about 50 Venezuelan and Colombia people believed it and got on these two planes. And Ron DeSantis is taking credit for owning the libs. This doughy, mediocre troll. This micropenis is boasting. And again, they lied to poor brown people who are desperately fleeing oppression. They lied to them. Why? To be shitty to them. Why? To make shitty white people think you're strong. Because that's what weakness is all about. Lawyers representing about 30 of the immigrants recently flown asked the Massachusetts Attorney General and the federal government to open criminal investigations into what they are calling a political stunt. The lawyers have said their clients were, quote, induced to board airplanes and cross state lines under false pretenses by people working with the Florida governor. So one, one last thing. Here's a helpful hint. Stop saying Ron DeSantis sent migrants to Martha's Vineyard, please. He didn't do that. Let's start saying Ron DeSantis deceived and trafficked Christian refugees because that's the way, friends, of the MAGA Christian. I was hungry and you spit on me. I was thirsty and you pissed on me. I was a stranger, and you crapped all over me, and then you crapped all over my family, and then you ate a big bucket of cabbage and crapped all over the Bible you pretend to follow. Ron DeSantis, the doughy mediocre new hero of Christians who aren't really fucking Christian.
We want to know what you guys think. We're at 866-997-4748. we got to take a very quick break. And when we come back, we will be joined by the Reverend Barry Lynn, one of our favorites, former executive director for Americans United for Separation of Church and State. And then later in the show, my bay, my boo. It's Tall, Dark, and Handsome Mondays with the great Rhonda Handsome. We're going to be going all night. We got a lot of evil people to call out. I hope you're riled up, friends. I'm riled up. I'm here to get calmed down, and let's talk each other off a ledge. We'll be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Hurricane Fiona has knocked out power to the entire island of Puerto Rico. It's a Category 1 storm, hit the DR early this morning, and it has caused catastrophic flooding, according to Puerto Rico Governor Pedro Pierluisi. Puerto Rico's power grid was severely damaged during Maria five years ago, and it has now faltered. Nearly a million and a half customers without power as of early this morning. They're predicting life-threatening and catastrophic flooding, along with mudslides and landslides across Puerto Rico through tonight. Um, Life-threatening flash and urban flooding is likely for eastern portions of the DR through early Tuesday. The president has said he and his wife keep the people of Puerto Rico in their prayers as Hurricane Fiona passes over your beautiful island. We stand with you and we will get through this together. As of now, Puerto Rico's National Guard has rescued over 1,000 people stranded so far, but at least 750,000 people as of this morning were without running water. God help the good people of Puerto Rico. After a senator ordeal like this, they deserve a chance to, I don't know, be a U.S. state if they want. With that in mind, let's go to somebody smarter and more moral than me. Reverend Barry Lynn is an ordained minister in the United Church of Christ. He served as executive director for Americans United for the Separation of Church and State until his retirement five years ago. You may have watched him on TV, as I have, on everything from PBS NewsHour to Nightline to 60 Minutes, even the O'Reilly Factor. We are always honored to have the great Reverend Barry Lynn. It's so nice to be back. It's so nice to have you. Now, I understand, Barry, since the last time you joined us, uh, you and your wonderful wife have actually moved to Massachusetts, but you you chose this move. Ron DeSantis didn't lie to you and offer you a job and put you on a plane, right? You voluntarily. No, he he didn't do that. I I would have taken the flight probably, but at least I would have had an idea where I was going. Apparently, these 50 people who he sent to Martha's Vineyard a, never, didn't 
even know where they were going. And secondly, yeah, yeah. we've learned just today there was a poster or a little pamphlet that was distributed to these folks before they were f- encouraged to go on the airplane that promised them money, a job and housing in Martha's Vineyard. So it's a total lie. They never intended to get on that plane. They never would have if they hadn't been lied to. But here is Ron, Mr. Jesus DeSantos, who has managed to get them here on a political stunt that has no basis in the law at all. And I think, and I'm not alone in this, I believe somebody ought to be considering a prosecution of Ron DeSatanist for um, kidnapping. Yeah. Well, you're the lawyer, Reverend. I mean, I wanted to ask yep. you about this. You are an attorney. Uh, you're not just in, in with God. Uh, and, and, you know, it seems to me that it was definitely under false pretenses. Now, we've heard a lot of people make legitimate claims for human trafficking in this case. Um, and, and we have to point out these people never set foot in Florida. He used COVID relief money that he had opposed to fly right. planes from Texas to Massachusetts lying to the people about the reasons for travel. I'm sorry, Barry, something something doesn't smell good in Denmark here. <laughs> no, nothing smells good in this. Uh, human trafficking is a lot more difficult to prove than kidnapping because when kidnapping, it doesn't matter what your purpose is in encouraging or fraudulently enticing people to go somewhere. If In human trafficking cases, it's either got to be for the purposes of commercial sex or in order to get somebody to work for nothing or next to nothing. Right. Clearly, DeSantis did not intend anybody to work by going to Martha's Vineyard. So it's a it's a tough case to make on trafficking. Kidnapping is um, something I know a little about. I was in North Carolina some years ago having some debate with some religious right guy. And I went back to the the uh, airport and in the bus that takes you from the distant uh, rent a car place back to the uh, back to the airport terminal. There was a call that came in on the phone system to the guy driving the bus. And it said, bring Mr. Lynn back here immediately because there's damage to the car. So I went back and uh, I started talking to the guy and I said, look, I have to catch an airplane. I'll call you Monday. We'll sort this out. So I got the guy's name. I called him Monday. I said, let me tell you something. I didn't want to be on that bus. You insisted I come back to talk to you. Do you know that that's kidnapping in the state of North Carolina. And then I did fib a little. I said, I happen to know the attorney general of North Carolina, and I'm happy to communicate this with him because clearly the damage was not done by me. It was done by one of your employees. What are you going to do? And he said, well, let's just forget about it. (laughs) But it was a fib, but for a purpose. And I was right. But that's that's what you need to show with kidnapping. You don't need to show what the purpose was, as you do in most of the trafficking statutes. And this is it's so repugnant when you think about what the Bible says about immigrants. There are, I think, 17 references starting in Exodus and then going all the way uh, into uh, into the New Testament 
that talk about being just and fair to the people in your midst who are not like you. Um, Exodus says, uh, do not mistreat an alien for you were aliens in Egypt. Egypt. I don't know if Winston DeSantis uh, has read that or whether he just gets all of his theological knowledge from listening to Steve Bannon podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just a, it, it's really reprehensible. It's Matthew These 25. Are kids. It's, I was hungry, and you and you uh, gave me food. I was thirsty. You gave me right. drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. It's not I was a stranger, and you lied to my family and put us on a plane somewhere where the officials didn't know we were landing. That's absolutely right. And uh, But it is. It, it's so consistent with all these phony arguments that you and I have talked about many times, whether it's abortion, immigration policy, or anything else. The it's not just that the religious right and its politician friends, it's not just that they kind of mix it up a little. They they they, they find proof texts for everything. I was on something a couple of days ago where people said, what about discrimination based on race? And I said, I re- I'm old enough that I remember when. Preachers, radio preachers who were opposed to integration actually cited the book of Genesis where it is reported God separated the light from the darkness. And that, they thought, was a perfect proof text that segregation was God's plan from the beginning. And as, as long as you skip all the Jesus parts, I, I guess they could make that argument. You could. But, you know, if you do that with them, and I'm sure that this has come up, you you say, well, what what does it say about the LGBT community? And someone will say, well, in, in the Bible, and then they'll quote one passage, man shall not lie with man. And then when you say, yeah, but Jesus kind of changed that, then they go back and say, wait, wait, no, no, no. Jesus said I have not come to change one word yep. of the law. They, they got an answer for all of these things. Oh, always. Re- preposterous as they may be. They, you know they love say, giving you know answers. what I say, Reverend? I always say, wait a second. So you're saying there wasn't a new covenant and Christians are just first century Jews and you're not allowed to eat bacon then, right? I mean, if you're eating bacon, you accept that we don't follow all the laws of the Old Testament anymore. And again, they got, but they have to rely on it because they can't use the Jesus character to justify their hate. And this is what makes me crazy, Barry. I'm, I'm yeah. starting to lose it. I, I, I made it they, all through the Trump years, Barry. But in this era yeah. of the Trump mini-me's, <laughs> I, I'm having a hard time controlling my rage, Reverend. Before I went on vacation, mm. I, I chipped yep. the same tooth twice from gritting my teeth in anger reading Twitter in the morning. These revoltingly... Yeah false Christians. And you're a good man. You can't talk this way, but I, not being a good man, I'm unencumbered by decorum. And I can say they are hideously fake, revoltingly false, blaspheming fucking non-Christians. And I think the time has come. And you got to talk me down from this, Reverend. I know you came here attending an interview, but all I want to do is call out these pious frauds for the fact that they don't follow the holy book they wave around like a prop. Yeah. You're entitled to say those things and to believe those things, among other reasons, because they are true, because there is nothing. 
My new neighbor up here uh, in Massachusetts, I, I just met him a couple days ago when we moved stuff into the house. And without prompting, I mean, unless he did a Google search on his new neighbor, uh, he just started, he said, I don't understand. He's, I mentioned I lived in Washington. He said, I don't understand how people can like Donald Trump. I can't believe that they believe the nonsense that he spews out. And I thought, whoa, that's a good neighbor. <laughs> I mean, because people, normal people do see through the nonsense that the religious right and its political friends spout off. But you you can't win a debate with them if all they're going to do is find some other text that in their mind proves whatever they want to support. They even support gun control by using a phrase uh, in the book of the Revelation of St. John that talks about a rod of iron. Well, what else could be a rod of iron but a gun, exactly. they say? Exactly. I mean, it, it, it really is almost beyond human description to think it about is. this. And I, which brings me to um, the beautiful state of Virginia, my other home state, where my mom is from, my whole family, and this governor they have, who we knew was going to be awful, and we knew he was going to be, like DeSantis, awful to marginalized peoples because he wants shitty people to make him president. And that seems to be the way the right wing does it. Rather than going after the least of our people, they'll find whoever's struggling the most, in this case, transgender children, and make their life worse and stigmatize them even more. And Virginia just released their 2022 model policies that they say schools have to comply with. Barry, it bans all transgender students in Virginia from using bathrooms that match their gender. It forces teachers to what we call dead name and not call right. them by the names they're known by at home and misgender trans students unless they have parental consent. And essentially, this fraud, Glenn Youngkin, this deeply mean, this cruel moral mediocrity is saying, if you don't raise your kids the way I think you should raise your kids, then Virginia's not a safe place to raise your children. That's absolutely right. He he just reversed the entire policy about transgender students that had been developed appropriately by the Democrat Ralph Northam, who couldn't run again. So Youngkin comes in with two issues. One is critical race theory. He literally, on the day of his inauguration, he announced that he had gotten rid of critical race theory in the Commonwealth of Virginia because he had campaigned that he would get rid of it. The, the fact was there was no school in the entire state of Virginia that was teaching it. So he, he, he said, I, I got rid of it. He made, I thought, who would do that knowing like that the, death the criticism of yeah, yeah it's just it's ridiculous but and then of course he he argued about the transgender question you know my i know a number of people who have transgender students they they're good parents and they accept it but there are plenty of parents where if someone was told by the school uh, your son is seems to be acting like a girl, and we just wanted to let you know that that will lead to abuse of the worst kind by parents who do not care to consider the possibility that a biological son might decide to be a biological daughter. 
But but it's not even a deciding, right, Barry? It's not a decision. No, it's not. They they, they, they yeah. find out they're trans. They don't decide to be trans. That's that's true. Although there are people who hide it, and therefore one never knows. Right. No, but right. but I mean, I I think there's plenty of evidence to suggest that this is not something that is chosen in a sense that that word is generally used. That this is something to do with the biology of the individual. So, I mean, you're you're a good person, Barry. I'm not. I mean, how should good people fight back against these sort of things? Because I, I'm sorry, I think the first thing these guys should have to do is defend their claims of piety, uh, and, and then they should have to, you know, obviously defend their claims of constitutionality. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, I reject the idea that you're not a good person, but. I think what we have to do, you have to really look at and talk to people as if unless they're so far to the fringes that they literally think of nothing. I can't think for themselves. You have to present evidence and you have to say if they're willing to sit down and talk with you that you can actually change their mind. I mean, I think. We've both been in cases where people listened to us, hated us for a while, and then all of a sudden said, you know, I think you were right. I mean, I had a guy do this uh, on Feldman's show that was a longtime anti-choice person. He came on because I had heard he was changing his mind about some issues, and uh, he came on, he talked to me, he apologized for not having listened to me 30 years ago. He said every once in a while, we'd be having a debate on television or we'd be standing outside of the Supreme Court. And I was thinking in the back of my mind, what what if Barry is right? And he's dramatically changed his views. He even voted for Joe Biden, rejected Trump. And those are the kinds of conversions that are possible, not with everybody, but with enough people to make it worth the effort to try. Yeah, it just, uh, you're right. You're right. I just want to be angry for once and scream at people. Normally, I'm trying to be Jimmy Carter and trying to find a way, but <laughs> I've had it, Barry. I've had it with the media both sides in it. I've had it with the Democrats being pinatas. I've, I, and yeah. I've really had it. I was at a lunch that I was at a luncheon today for these, like, it, it was about faith and media. And, and, you know, I was asked to speak and I just said, I grew up with this binary choice that in this culture, you're either an atheist or you're a douchebag screaming at women outside clinics. And that's it. You're, you're either right. a non-believer or a, a mean fundamentalist. And, uh, you know, I've known lots of religious people of all faiths who are moderate, liberal, not necessarily literalists of their holy books. Sure. And they don't get representation. I mean, you know, you debated Jerry Falwell a hundred times. But yeah. he was the household name. You were the guy proven right about everything. But our media loves a villain. Our media loves to put these Pharisees, if you will, uh, on camera. Yeah, they do. And then e even in those instances where you have something like CNN, which, uh, in my view, unfortunately, with its new leadership, uh, is yeah. tending to have more and more voices that are not necessarily crazy Republicans, but they are people who are still Republicans. Driving up uh, to Massachusetts, I was listening to a, a CNN story that had two former Trump employees debating something about Mar-a-Lago, Mar and they, they were all critical, but they still worked 
for this guy and they still identify as Republicans. If you identify as a Republican today, knowing what the core of this party is all about, you are unfaithful to any Christian principles, unfaithful to Jesus, unfaithful to God, him or herself. You know, I know, I know. I, I, I th- and thank you because you're someone who consistently talks me off the ledge when I get too angry, Reverend. Normally, my job is to talk people off ledges, but between DeSantis and Youngkin, I've had it with this meanness disguised as spirituality, and that's all I think fundamentalist Christianity is. It's just yeah. trying to make meanness and selfishness appear like strength and virtue, and I'm really tired of the media allowing it to pass. Absolutely. And there are voices now in the religious community that would be worthy to do these kinds of shows like I was on with Jerry Falwell or Pat Robertson. There are people out there who are currently pastoring churches or running religious charities that could go head to head with these people, but they don't even they won't agree to do that. I mean, uh, the guy who runs the Family Research Council, after a couple of unpleasant debates with me and uh, a colleague of mine, simply won't go on any network and have a debate because their ideas are so bizarre. They're so non-Christian. And they're not being called out by people who've read the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about one thing that maybe gives our last 60 seconds. Hit me. Military Selective Service Act says you have to oppose war in any form. You have to you don't have to be religious, but you have to have a philosophical or intellectual belief that war in any form is wrong. Two people went, one a Roman Catholic, one a humanist, went in the early 70s to the Supreme Court and argued, look, I'm religious. But I am in a religion that believes in just wars and unjust wars, the traditional Catholic approach to looking at the morality of violence. The Supreme Court in an eight to one decision said, no, no, that's not enough. Why do you give historic peace church members, Mennonites and Amish, who do believe they should not participate in war in any form. Why is that theological belief better than a person who says, you know, I can't tell you I wouldn't go to war. What if somebody was attacking America? I might do that, but I'm against the war in Vietnam, which was, of course, going on in the early 1970s. Maybe as people start talking about conscientious objection to everything, including making cakes and (laughs) making cakes for gay couples, maybe, maybe somebody would challenge the constitutionality of that on the grounds that it prefers one kind of religion over others. Exactly. Barry, we are out of time. Thank you. Everyone follow the Reverend at Barry W. Lynn. It wasn't enough time, Rev. Come back on and let's go even deeper into this because I'm so mad. Okay. Happy to do that. Congratulations on the move. My best to your beautiful wife. Thank you so much. Quick break. Thank you. An hour of your calls coming up right now on Progress. (laughs) Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. We are at 866-997-4748. We're going to be taking your calls all evening long. Let's start doing that now because some of you guys have been on hold forever, and I thank you. Thea, can we please take Brian in Oregon's call? Hey, John, how are you doing? God, I love uh, Barry Lynn. He's, he's amazing. Man's brilliant. Yeah, and what a gentle soul, too. If you just tell by his voice, he's just a hell of a nice guy. Um, yeah, it's hard to really picture Barry smoking crank and beating up hookers. I mean, maybe yeah, in a previous yeah, exactly. life, but I don't, I don't think that's him. Yeah, That doesn't seem like the right guy. Um, yeah. John, I've been thinking lately, I don't know why this popped in my head, but um, about uh, the Antichrist. Oh, okay, let's talk about that guy. Well, because I remember, I don't know, I, uh, when I was younger, people used to say Hitler was the Antichrist, and then you hear that thrown around about Trump, and I started realizing, I think it's actually the Antichrist is really an ideology, I'm thinking. Yeah, go on. I like this. And I think that it's all over. Uh, you know, DeSantis has, is a, like an Antichrist ideolo- ideologue, so is Abbott. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think um, that might be an interesting way to look at these kind of uh, fraudulent Christians. In sure. my mind, and that's why I'm going to start looking at them anyways. I have no uh, problem calling, I mean, if you, I have no problem calling people who call themselves Christians but vote against everything that character in that book taught. I have no problem calling them Antichrist. I don't call Trump the Antichrist, um, but I do call Christ the Anti-Trump. You see? See what I did there? But, uh, and also with a label uh, throw into the pot, uh, the head of the Russian Orthodox Church, and... Uh, there's a lot of evil people that are wrapped themselves in the fancy garments and whatnot mm. and uh, incense. But um, mm-hmm. that's kind of. And, and, but also, my other thinking has lately has been that the uh, these QAnon people. Well, I think those. That's an uh, anti-Christian ideology. I think too, or anti-Christ. Oh, deeply. I mean, deeply. All of it is. All of it yeah. is. I'm sorry, but the entire, this is where I'm at right now. I'm not a guy claiming to be a good Christian, right? I am not, folks. I will tell you all the sins I've engaged in. I will tell you all the sins I've enjoyed immensely. I don't pretend to be a good Christian. I am quick to anger, blah, blah, blah. But I do know the Bible, and I've had it with people prostituting the religion of my mom and dad because they want to appear to be more virtuous when they really just want camouflage for being shitty. And that's what right-wing Christianity is in this country. And we can't hate them. Because when you hate them, you become as dumb as they are. Hate makes you stupid. Every time, we have to call them out. And even atheists can do that. I mean, all you have to do is just know what's in the New Testament, and then it's really easy. You don't have to believe it to call them out for it. Well, I'm uh, yeah, and I, with your education of me, that's I'm an atheist, basically an atheist uh, calling all this stuff out. 
Right on, man. Uh, Some so, of the best anyways, questions I know. My other thought is uh, a lot of these, I think the QAnon stuff, too, is I think it's like almost like video game addiction, um, where hmm. they're just so wrapped up and kind of it's turning almost into like they're in a weird, crazy, psychotic Fervor? virtual reality game. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it, 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 what is the one drug? Kind of the, one, the, strange. the one drug addiction is really the dopamine squirting in our brain that tells us we feel pleasure. That's what everyone chases. We confuse brief spurts of pleasure with real happiness. And trying to chase those little dopamine squirts in your brain could make you crazy. And it's an addiction. And yeah, I mean, just imagine the tiny little high you get when someone likes your post or something like that. Now imagine these right-wing guys who are online all day just to hate. Just to hate. They just want to hurt someone's feelings. They have no agenda. They're not fighting for you. They just want to own a lib. And if they can get attack you and get other of the jackals to pile on you and hurt people... That's what makes them feel good. And you know what? This is America. They should be allowed to do it. But they should not be able to get away with calling themselves Christian. They shouldn't be allowed to own guns <laughs> with well, that kind of stuff going on. Certain guns, yeah. I'm not anti-gun. I'm just anti-civilian. No, I'm not. We have I, I'm, at, yeah, I mean, I'm anti-civilians owning guns that have no civilian use. And Glenn Youngkin, just another about uh, face, that Glenn Youngkin is just a... Uh, I knew right away... He, Whatever, voters don't believe the pivot. <laughs> yeah. Like, i.e., Masters in, uh, in Arizona scrubbing his abortion uh, philosophy off his uh, website. Good point. Just don't fall for these weirdo lying bastards. Rat bastards. I learned that from you, too. But it's not falling for it. They tell the voters what the voters want to hear, and the voters go for it. And if you think the most important thing facing your future your child's future, if, if with everything that's going on with the temperatures around the world, everything that's going on with the threats to democracy, everything that's going on with income inequality, if you think the most important thing in the world is to make goddamn sure trans kids can't be on the wrong sports teams, then by all means, vote for a moral black hole like Glenn Youngkin. Go ahead. Yeah, and if, if you uh, want He'll to be so being... cruel to those trans kids, he will make those trans kids' lives lonelier. For you. So, I mean, come on, Christians, get over there. Don't you want to hurt children who are already picked on? This is your big chance to be like Trump and shit all over the less fortunate. That's what being a Trump Christian's all about. Yep. Yep. Anyways, I'll let you see if you can get Sean and uh, Dave back on the <laughs> line. You. And um, much appreciate the time and uh, have yourself a merry little uh, rest of the night. <laughs> You too. Thank you so much. We are at 866-997-4748. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. 
Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, y'all been waiting on hold for so long, and I am so grateful. Let's do it. Let's go to Dave in Washington. Hi, Dave. Welcome. You're on SiriusXM. Hey, um, you know, you were talking about J.D. Vance and, um, you know, Trump's comments there. Please. And, and, it, and it got me thinking, look, um, also the whole cast of characters was there as well, I guess. Um, you know, I'm talking about what's your name from Georgia. She was there. Mm-hmm. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, yeah. And, and the thing is, is um, it, it got me thinking about this speech on September 11th, 1941, that um, Lindbergh gave at the America First uh, in Des Moines, Iowa. Hit he me. gave a speech where he where he said that the war, um, you know, the the, the uh, uh, you know the agitation towards war against Germany was because of the British, the Jews, and the Roosevelt administration. Yep. yep. Right. And, it, and for some reason, it just reminded me of what's going on. Look. The, with Trump and, and conservatives in general, for years now, for years, I've been I've been mentioning it. But these these people that call themselves conservatives, they they very stealthily will go on NPR. I mean, you know, I mean, this was way before Trump. They will go on there and they will say, you know, how um, really it is in America's best interest to have only educated people. You know, with money and accomplishments, vote. Yeah, I mean, they they just say it, and and basically, it, yeah, it, it, it's code for for white uh, men that own own you know land. At least that's that's the so. subtext I hear when they yeah. do it. I agree. And that's yeah, that's and the conservative and, and, way, by the way. That's that's how the founders intended it. Well, yeah, and, and the thing is, and it's like their interpretation of religion as well. I mean, look. Christianity, as you so correctly describe it, is not working for them. Neither is democracy. It's just come <laughs> well, to the end of its usefulness. Let's be fair. They it's haven't tried it yet. They haven't tried it yet, but go on. Well, yeah, and, and exactly. And the thing is, is it, you know, that's a great point, because Christianity, it ebbs and flows just like governance over time, right? It's like, all right, there was a guy— um, uh, von Blomberg, Werner von Blomberg, Blomberg was uh, the general chief of staff of the Nazi army. Okay. His replacement was a guy named Wilhelm Keitel. Um, Blomberg told Hitler that Keitel would just be like his aide de camp, <laughs> basically. And, and Keitel was a um, World War One veteran, highly decorated. Well, he ended up being prosecuted at Nuremberg. Blomberg died, ironically. Uh, they tried to besmirch him because he married a prostitute, right? And very young. He was very old. She was very young. You know, at the end there, the Nazis were calling, you know, generals and people that didn't play along. They were condemning them for being secret homosexuals. In the case of Blomberg, they, they, they accused him of being a womanizer, okay? Because he married a very young prostitute after his wife died. Blomberg died of prostate cancer. But Keitel, who was tried and prosecuted at Nuremberg for war crimes, he took the last rites. He was asking the, the, the priest. He was asking the priest on his way to the gallows. 
and his soul would be saved in eternity. <laughs> you know, I mean, what That's I'm what saying is do. he went back. That's what they all do. Yeah, he reverted back to Christi- yeah, the, 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 the compassionate, the Christianity with empathy, right? He reverted yeah. back. Like, he wanted it all, like, what about these six million Jews I helped kill? I mean, he wanted it all just erased, you know? Oh, yeah. Tabula rasa, clean slate. <laughs> it's exactly true. The same mercy that they denied others is always what they'll fall back on and request. Yeah, so I don't see, I guess my question to you is how can anyone view this this phenomenon, this Trump phenomenon that's going on, how can anyone view it as, um, well, you know, they're just, they're basically harmless. They just want to own the libs, you know. This is all like just, they're, I mean, how you know, they People like it. It makes them happy. People like it. Yeah, go ahead. Because they like it. What do you mean? <laughs> they don't care. It makes them happy. So they like it. That's what it is. Donald Trump says what they like. He hates who they want him to hate. The squirt of dopamine goes in their brain. They believe, hey, this guy said something that made me happy for a second. He must have my best interest at heart. And then they pledge their obedience. And then you wonder how our economy gets cratered. It's exactly what happened under Reagan. It happened under Bush. happened under Trump. The GOP chews these people up and spits them out. And it can always get them to come back because all they got to do is say the unborn flag Troops, faith, the unborn, flag, troops, faith, border. And right away, the idiots will all come back and vote for the same people who picked their pockets last time. And it works. Well, yeah, and over the weekend, again, I'm not trying to pick on Elon Musk. I don't even know the guy, but they were quoting his ideas about uh, dealing with Russia. And I'm like, Elon Musk is a, um, he is a CEO, he's a businessman. He could switch sides legally. Okay. I mean, this is all, um, you know, this is all just dangerous theater that we're playing in this country where, you know, let's not government and democracy is not working. Let's rely on guys like Trump and businessmen like Elon Musk. I mean, it's suicidal. And, you know, people will say, but they always say, but this is all. Well, I want someone who's a good businessman. I want a businessman to run the country. And so what do they do? They literally pick two of the worst businessmen in American history, in a row to be president. First, you get Bush, right? The millionaire at birth, son of a rich guy who couldn't find oil in Texas. And then they go for Trump, the millionaire at birth, son of a rich guy who couldn't run a casino in Atlantic City. It's not just the fact that the government's not a business and should not be run by a business because the government's not there to draw a profit for the investors and to cut your losses, But they just they hand the keys to such shitty businessmen. Why? Because the businessmen tell them the unborn border troops flag babies Bible. And it works. There's no group easier to manipulate than our right wing loved ones. Well, I, you know, I know somebody out there saying, well, Dave is naive. This has all happened before. But here's the thing. Before, there weren't nuclear weapons involved. I mean, (laughs) I mean, I really worry about um you know, this, this, um, cancellation of governance because you can't, I, I don't know. You can't, it, there's all, there's always going to be someone in charge. Right. And, and I think it is better to have someone just like there's always going to be religion. Let's just face it. And the thing is, is it would be better to have someone with empathy and compassion and serve at least attempts to always. serve the people that, always. that don't look at the people as plywoodians, you know, just disposable. No. I'll take a Jimmy Carter over a sweet-talking fascist any day. Any day. Jimmy Carter created more jobs than Reagan, too. 
I got to run, but I thank you for the call. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.